This is Bigger Pockets Daily, your daily dose of real estate information and education. I'm your host, Tyler, and the article I'm about to share is one of more than 10,000 blog articles available on biggerpockets.com. But you can't read the blog when you're working out or driving to look at a property. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation home owning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. Managing your finances used to be a pain. It was either useless apps or overcomplicated spreadsheets. But now with Monarch Money, managing your money is easier than ever. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it easy to set up, customize, and use. You can even collaborate with your partner, family, or financial advisor at no extra cost to get a joint view of all your finances. Customize your dashboard, notifications, and budgets with a tap. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show right here will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash bigger for your extended 30-day free trial. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app slash landlord. That's rent.app slash landlord. Top 10 Real Estate Markets for Cash Flow in 2024 by Dave Meyer. The vast majority of real estate investors get into the industry to pursue passive cash flow. Unfortunately, over the last several years, finding deals with strong cash flow has become, you know, challenging. However, there are still plenty of markets in the U.S. that continue to offer great cash flow potential. Today, we provide what we believe to be the top 10 markets in the United States for cash flow. Cash flow trends. Let's take a look. There's been a lot of anecdotal chatter about how difficult cash flow is defined these days. So, I looked at the data to see if this anecdotal chatter is actually true. 
One of the most common metrics used to estimate cash flow potential, and the one I'm going to use for the remainder of this podcast, is known as the rent-to-price ratio, or RTP for short. The higher the RTP, the better potential for cash flow. Rent-to-price is a simple calculation. You divide the median monthly rent by the median sales price. When considering how to calculate cash flow, it's really worth noting that an analysis I conducted in 2020 revealed a correlation of 0.85, with one being the strongest correlation between RTP and cash flow. While it may not be a flawless measure by any stretch, understanding how to calculate cash flow using RTP can provide some valuable insights for the broad analysis we're conducting in this context. And as you can see, according to U.S. Census data, RTP has been on the decline since 2012. The chit-chat about cash flow becoming harder to find is accurate. All right, so generally speaking, during recessions, rent values don't really fall very much. Demand from renters doesn't really fluctuate much based on economic cycles. People will always need a place to live. In fact, home prices don't even dip too much during recessions either, with the Great Recession being a notable exception. From 2008 to 2012, home prices declined more dramatically and for longer than rent. You can see this very clearly if you look at the compounded growth rates for the years 2008 to 2012, Home values averaged a decline of nearly 5% per year for four years, while rent was negative, but just barely. So this created the ideal situation for the cash flow we saw in the aftermath of the Great Recession. Homes became cheaper and expenses declined, but income stayed relatively flat. So since 2012, home values have started growing faster than rent, and RTP has actually started to decrease. So... While, yeah, it's true that cash flow has been on a national level increasingly difficult to find, it's important to remember that the Great Recession and its aftermath was kind of a uniquely positive opportunity to find cash flow. It's not the norm. So, that said, there are still some good opportunities to find that coveted cash flow. Certain markets still offer excellent cash flow prospects across the board. Most markets can still produce cash flow if you pursue value-add strategies, short-term rental, STR, and other creative strategies. So for this analysis, I looked at which markets do offer strong cash flow potential, regardless of strategy, as measured by the rent-to-price ratio. The top 10 markets for cash flow in 2024. Broadly speaking, the best cash flow opportunities in the U.S. are concentrated in Texas and some parts of the Midwest and Southeast. Again, That doesn't mean you can't find cash flow in other cities. For the most part, however, you'll find the West Coast offers very little terms of cash flow opportunity. Surprise, surprise, the Southeast has several opportunities, but mostly in small towns and submarkets that didn't really make the top 10 list due to their size. All right, let's dive in. So for this quick analysis in a podcast setting, I'm going to go through the top 10 list and just look at RTP ratio rather than doing median owner-occupied sales price and median rent price. All those numbers would just get way too confusing by the end of it. So let's just list out the rent-to-price ratios top 10 list. Here we go. First up, McAllen, Texas, number one. Their rent-to-price ratio is at 0.84%. All these have zeros to start for the first number. Odessa, Texas, 0.73%. Corpus Christi, Texas, 0.72%. Did I mention Texas was pretty good here? 
El Paso, Texas is number four at 0.69%. Decatur, Illinois, how about that? 0.68% at number five. Number six, Fayetteville, North Carolina, 0.65%. Number seven, Mobile, Alabama, 0.64%. Lubbock, Texas is number eight at 0.63%. Rochester, New York, making an appearance on the top 10 list at number nine, 0.62% rent-to-price ratio. And Flint, Michigan, the water issue has been solved, 0.62%. Remember that whole thing with Flint? Anyway, their rent-to-price ratio is pretty daggone good. So as you can see, cash flow has gotten pretty tough to come by, with the top city just coming in at 0.84% RTP. But regardless... Out of the U.S., these cities are still offering the best odds at netting you a good deal with cash flow in the equation. You should note, though, that I didn't really just pick the 10 cities with the highest RTP. No, I didn't want to concentrate on all the interesting markets near each other. So I just kind of tried to create some geographic and economic diversity among the cities. I also only chose those cities that have enough data for analysis and have large enough economies to warrant investing consideration. The only cities on the list with less than 100,000 residents are Flint, Michigan, and Decatur, Illinois. Yeah, but both cities are large enough to warrant consideration. Both cities have 70K to 90,000 residents. All right, so with all that said, here's how to interpret this data. If you're looking at the list, or listening to it, I should say, (laughs) and you're thinking, what's a good RTP? That's a great question. And that's a personal choice for investors, but I, I will share my thoughts. For a lot of years, investors subscribed to something known as the 1% rule. It basically stated that any deal you pursue should have an RTP above 1%. Uh, that's not going to happen. Furthermore, some people only want to invest in markets where the average RTP is 1%. I don't subscribe to this. You probably knew that was coming. And for a few reasons. Number one, it was developed over a decade ago during the cash flow outlier period I mentioned. 08 to 12. It was realistic back then to find plenty of deals with an RTP over 1%. Now, it's just no longer useful. You need to adjust to current day market conditions, and religiously following the 1% rule is going to prevent you from even getting in on anything that are very strong by today's standards. So, some of my best deals, by the way, even my highest cash flowing deals, don't meet the 1% rule at the time of purchase. Number two, RTP is just a proxy for cash flow, not a precise measurement. You really shouldn't decide to pursue or abandon any deal until you've fully run the numbers. RTP alone should not be used to make investing decisions. You got to account for things like taxes, insurance, and other expenses. Additionally, you need to factor in rent growth. If rent grows in your market, the RTP will improve over time. Number three, I love using RTP to screen markets for cash flow potential, but remember the data that I talked about is just the average. So that means by rule, there are deals with better RTPs than the city's average and deals with worse RTPs than the city's average. So for example, in El Paso, the average RTP is 0.69%, but I guarantee committed investors can find deals with a much higher RTP than 0.69%, and likely even above the 1% rule. But generally speaking, any market with an RTP above 0.6% 
does have the potential for cash flow deals, which all of the markets above have. In the conclusion, although cash flow potential as measured by RTP has declined over the last several years, for sure, a lot of markets in the U.S. do still offer strong cash flow potential across the board. So as my analysis shows, they are largely concentrated in Texas, yeah, and some points in the Southeast and Midwest. But that being said, plenty of other markets do offer cash flow potential. And remember, this data is just a complete average. It doesn't reflect the best possible deal in each city. It doesn't factor in rent growth or value add either. These are just very broad and loose metrics meant to help you narrow down the cities for investment consideration. They're not meant to evaluate the potential of any individual deal or submarket. I hope you found this article helpful. Do you have a deal on your mind? Take the guesswork out of deal analysis and analyze investment properties in minutes and find out which deals might work for you. Visit biggerpockets.com calculators to use these tools from BiggerPockets. That's biggerpockets.com calculators. Have fun nerding out. <laughs> we'll be back with another episode of Bigger Pockets Daily right here tomorrow.